on. We're on. This this thing's on. This thing, this joint, this John is on. They can hear me. Unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Gravy Train Podcast Season 2. Now it gets real. Fast. How you doing? How's everybody doing? Oh, you know, I'm just living the life of, of the big players, the big winners. I look in the past and I see glorious victories behind me. I look in the present and I see glorious victories happening right now. I look in the future, I see glorious victories ahead of me. I look in the past, I see my, my mentors, Sun Tzu, Tupac, uh, Babe Ruth, those kind of people, you know, certified winners. Mm, mm. I look back, I, I, I look at my lineup, I see the greatest rappers of all time. I see Eminem, uh, Mac Miller, uh, Vanilla Ice, uh, um, uh, Lil Pump, uh, um, other other hardworking, gritty rappers uh, with a good work ethic, high IQ. Um, uh, I haven't fought this bit for. No, nah, I was just going off the dome. Hell yeah. <sighs> anyway, folks, we're back. Season two of the Gravy Train. Season podcast. two. God damn it! After a long hiatus of um, you asshole said we couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, a, a hiatus. <laughs> you sons of bitches said there'd never be a season two. A, a hiatus. You thought it was uh, over. Which doesn't really have any reason behind it. We just kind of kind of stopped. It was, you know, it, it's been um. I've been going through my Pablo Picasso uh, blue period uh, type thing where I've been struggling with alcoholism and uh, syphilis or whatever. Right. Um, no, there's more that, you know, just uh, I moved and uh, we got time zones and shit. Yeah. And, uh, but we're doing the podcast again because uh, I don't enjoy anything else. So, yeah, it's back. It's going to be bigger, bolder, and, and sexier than ever before. You know, the, the this whole... is a podcast. This podcast is about getting pussy now. This is a po- this is a podcast about getting pussy, but by force if necessary. This but is not a... like that. This is a podcast I... on how to rear strong nephews and get exotic pussy. God. <laughs> I, I, let me let me double down on exotic, <laughs> exotic, Alm, almost illegal pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what this podcast yeah. is about. Oh man! So anyway, guys, we're back. You're back. The listeners are back. Um, yeah, you got your man. You got you got Kyle on the mic. You got your man Sammy Flex back on the mic, and we got the third mic, uh, the one, the only Virgil Texas. Welcome to the pod. Um, can you do like a really annoying, uh, nasally, whiny kind of, kind uh, of voice? Yeah, uh, you gotta go vote for Joe Biden. Uh, is that? Were we supposed nah. to vote for Joe Biden or not? I don't know. I think he's on the other side. He's he's the one who like tried to accuse Noam Chomsky of like not being leftist or whatever. I don't follow this I don't shit. Give a I don't shit. care. Who gives a fuck? 
It's so funny that um, what's her name is still trying to do that fucking dead end podcast now that he's just uh, dropped off the face of the earth for being a groomer or whatever. Oh yeah, what's that bitch's name? I don't even remember anymore. I forgot. Oh, I used Bri- to follow uh, Brianna Joy Gray. Yeah, Joy Gray. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah, I feel like a sucker for ever uh, following. Uh, following. I also used to follow, uh, I follow so many of these losers, uh, uh, Benjamin P. Dixon, uh, back before he had his uh, racist thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's awesome. Podcasters, streamers, like, these are important people that you should value the opinions of. They definitely aren't all just clowns. Yeah. Uh, Now, us, you should trust every word we say. Uh, If we tell you to kill... You should be ready to kill. Right. And if you have to lay your lives on the line, then you should be ready to die. <clears throat> yep. But either way, that's uh, that's 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 where the politics is. That's where the podcast is at right now. Um, yeah, the podcast is in a real good place. Basically, it's um really healthy. Probably, I I mean, I'm assuming the numbers are probably still. As better good, than ever. As good, I bet if that not better than. Probably tens of thousands of people listening in every day to. Uh, yeah, I just season haven't one. I just haven't looked in I a looked, while. So. I looked the other day. It basically hasn't changed. Um, good. Good. That means we, we're we still healthy. Get, we still get weirdly one or two listens a month from good. people. I guess just kind of stumbling onto it. As they perhaps should. people, perhaps people looking for the other Gravy Train podcast and then finding ours by mistake. Well, uh, the the other Gravy Train podcast didn't even last this long, if I believe, if I'm correct. N- no, yeah, but it was, it was more it was more of a limited run series. Uh, uh, you know, there's actually seems to probably I've never listened to it, but I'm assuming it had you know production value and people who were paying for it. Um, right. Whereas. Uh, we still have fifty dollars to make. That's true. We haven't made a cent off of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We ain't made one goddamn red cent on this podcast. And if that situation doesn't change, you guessed it. I'm gonna kill myself. That yeah. thread is still on the table. Every morning I, when I go out to start my car, I think about ways I could I could I could put a sock in the exhaust pipe. I could fucking ram into a telephone pole. I could do it in Run a million ways, folks. Through passenger side window. That's a classic. Yeah, I, I could do it in a million fucking ways, folks. You don't think I will? You don't think I fucking will? Yeah, let's keep testing this theory. We spend all fucking day thinking about this shit, okay? <laughs> this $50 is kind of all I got going for me, and I ain't got it, all right? <laughs> like, Look. There's a limit to how much a man can take, and a man can find himself in a very dark place yeah. very easily. So, it's, uh... Presumably, once, once we roll out season two here, I'm expecting a solid, like, 100 new listeners a day, exponential growth type thing, ad money rolling in, uh, sponsorships, you know, uh, kissing our ass, you know? Yeah. Um, we're selling a, Kratom. A Bluetooth sponsorship, on, maybe, or... Yeah. We're selling a, a Delta 8 on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I... You know, uh, selling yeah, the 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 Ridge Wallet synthetic uh, weed on the podcast. Synthetic, yeah, we're we're selling research chemicals that <laughs> that will just 
you'll be you'll be hospitalized for life. You'll you know we're we're selling just uh, industrial quantities of Benadryl. <laughs> we're just kind of actually finding our own stuff and selling it on here. Yeah, we're not really getting we're, paid for the advertisement. We're pushing, we're pushing Craigslist like <laughs> listings that guys are DMing to us. Uh, but uh, we got to get this money train going because I can't keep living like this. Yeah. This is this is getting ridiculous. I can't take it anymore. I'm about I'm about the ed, ed, limit of what I can take. You know, I, I've been patient. I've been too damn patient. Yeah. And let me tell you what. I'm not gonna give any details, but my patience gonna run thin one day, and when it does, people are gonna be talking about it for a long, long time. Right. So it's football season, and uh, our Baltimore Ravens are sitting at the top of the AFC. Well deserved. It's in some people's opinions. Um, we're going to get Tyus Bowser to the Pro Bowl. Um, if you have not cast your Pro Bowl vote for Tyus Bowser, the healthiest outside linebacker in football, you need to get on. Uh, get on your computer. Get on your phone. Get get on your 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 smart fridge. Get on there and vote for our man Tyus Bowser, number fifty four of the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> or else I'm gonna Zach shoot you Leader. in the head. Yeah, we will. We'll fuck you up if you if you don't vote for Tyus Bowser. If you don't show some love to our man Chris Board, who's also on the team. <laughs> He's on the team. He plays football. Our Baltimore Ravens, one of the grittiest, hustlingest, grindingest teams in football. If you're not, if you're not going out there and, 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 and doing your part for that defense to send these guys on a once-in-a-lifetime trip to Honolulu, Hawaii, to play <laughs> in the biggest game in football, then I don't know what we're talking for. By the way, yeah, all, all, all respect to our man Tyus. My favorite Raven, uh, <laughs> a man with a football name. Yeah, you know, so you got to give him that. <clears throat> um, I mean, how about those Ravens, though? Uh, got to give it shout out. You know, our 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 Baltimore's own Lamar Jackson, carrying the team like he's never never had before, except for last week, and. You know what? The numbers might not be spectacular and the results might not be pretty, but a win is a win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people are for some reason voting for Josh Allen for MVP. Um, and look, maybe the stat picture looks a little prettier there. But if you want to talk about most valuable player, the Ravens would be sitting at like four and five. Yeah, you know, without Lamar Jackson right about now. If you stuck uh, Teddy Bridgewater in there, <laughs> we wouldn't have won a single goddamn game. Yeah. If, so, um, if Brandon Whedon was playing quarterback for us, like a, a 40-year-old Brandon Whedon, <laughs> we would be if fucked. Ravens legend, if, if Ravens legend Kyle Bowler was under center... Uh, we would be in dire straits. Uh, that's if, so. If, you know what? For me, me, that started is if most Kyle Osweiler was playing for us. Yeah, NFL great. 
you know, you've had, everyone has their own definition for most valuable, but uh, I think it's pretty clear that Lamar Jackson is invaluable. Uh, and every game we play, it makes me wish more and more that all of our running backs weren't injured and we weren't <laughs> dragging the withered corpses of Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray out onto the field. Yeah. Uh, because just imagine <laughs> oh. what we would be getting away with if we had if we actually had a run game. <laughs> yeah. We um, probably wouldn't have lost to the Dolphins. True. Uh, don't know to make of the defense. Uh, it's kind of shitty. Pretty, pretty goddamn bad, but I don't know. <laughs> Seems like we may have turned some kind of corner last week, or maybe I, I, the Browns actually just suck again. I think they just suck. Like uh, I mean, I know, I know that Baker is walking wounded. Baker be Mayfield. Like, yeah, Baker Mayfield, dead weight of the franchise, uh, destroying the Browns' playoff hopes. Uh, yeah. We need to get Odell Beckham's dad on the pod. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Baker Mayfield gets carried by Pro Football Focus. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah. But. Uh, Seems like the Browns' run game should have been enough to give us trouble, and uh, for once died. we were able to actually lock down the run. Um, it's, I don't know. Good game. Tyus was looking healthy. Uh, so, you know, I'm feeling pretty good going in against the Steelers because Ben Roethlisberger is similarly cooked. Yeah, so I imagine he's, it's going to be basically a replay. He's the most cooked player in the league. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they're insisting. Like... I'm not even kidding that, honestly, they should bench him for either Mason or Dwayne Haskins. Get, get big money uh, Dwayne Haskins not, in there. Neither of those guys are good quarterbacks, but at least they are, like, again, not, like, it's not like wheeling a dead body out <laughs> of the field. Uh, you don't have to check his pulse before you send him out. Yeah, you know. And they're just they're getting Najee Harris killed out there. That man's going to play, like, four seasons. They just already have CBD. <laughs> like, um... <laughs> So Steelers suck, and anyone who's talking about them as being contenders is insane. Uh, I am slum somewhat terrified of the Cincinnati Bengals, which is an embarrassing thing to say. <laughs> yeah, but, they are scary. Yeah, that was a terrible blowout we had, and uh, you know our man Marlon Humphrey's been uh, been in the lab uh, mixing research chemicals. <laughs> uh, you know, finding out so, how to get yeah. new methods of getting away with holding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time I see him on a replay, it always looks like he is holding, and it just doesn't get called. Like I don't. I guess he, when you're he's, an, a, he, he's an artist. When you're in off the corner, you just don't get called for penalties, basically. But like, it's kind of like when yeah. you're when you're a pitcher in the MLB umpire, and you're more experienced, umpires will give you further outside strike zone. That's right. I also think they should abolish the balk rule if you're uh if if you're if you're good enough, but that's <laughs> just on me. But no, yeah, you know, Marlon is hopefully learning how to not get cooked by Jamar Chase over and over and over. Um we'll see how that one goes. Right. Uh but I am yeah, somewhat concerned about that. But you know, if Taya stays on this hot streak, you don't you know, Joe Burrow does get shook up if you can just hit him a couple times. So Right. That's got to be the mission. Starts, starts quaking in his boots. That's right. He's a fucking... Joe Burrow is... Joe Burrow is a yellow-bellied coward. <laughs> Joe, if you put a... He's no 
if you put back if if you put Bart Starr out there, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't have it. Bart Starr was ramming his head, beating his head against a Studebaker <laughs> truck before every game. He just had and back then they had the leather helmets. And sometimes you'd go and play football game. You just put on a baseball cap, but you turn a little bit. You you use it. You, you angle it left ways if you're going to do the onside kick, and you turn it backwards if you're about to if you're about to block a punt. It was a way that you would. It's a way that you would call. It's not like they would call plays back because they didn't have the headset. Use baseball. It didn't didn't protect your head very good, unless you got a real wide brim, and then you get a little bit of, a little cushion. But but Bart Starr, he was wearing the Cleveland Indians cap to every football game the, when he was on the Green Bay Green 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 Bay Steelers. He wears Cleveland Indians cap every game. And, and he'd be, you see, he had Chief Wahoo on there. It was just, back then, it was respectful because we were getting along pretty good with the tribes back at the time. Called them the Five Bart Civilized Star- Tribes. Yeah, Five, 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 five we had Algonquin Roundtable. But, uh, Algon- there, were, there were like six guys on the Algonquin Roundtable back then. And it was Henry Kissinger, D- Dean, Dean, uh, Dean Reynolds, uh, Burt Reynolds, <laughs> Chef Emeril Lagasse, uh, Bart Starr was on the <laughs> round table, and uh, uh, it was Art Modell. <laughs> I was the six guys that were on the Algonquin round table back then. Also, Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he was wearing the, the hat. Had his cap. He turned around like he was about to block a puff. He had this two and a half ton Stu Baker truck to pull up the <laughs> University of Wisconsin, which is where they were playing all the Steelers games back then. Playing University of Wisconsin, they're in Madison. It's, have you ever been to Madison? They're gonna. They got this water done. Waterfront not important, but <laughs> Bar Star. He pull up in a Stu Baker truck, army surplus. Stu Baker truck. Yeah, his cap on. For good luck, you know, he's just smack. Got the passenger just shutting his head in the passenger door. I said, Bart, what? You're gonna get your sit. You're 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 hurting. Uh, what are you doing, man? He said, he said, he said, Joe, you stupid son of a bitch. I fucking Joe. This is this is how you play football. This is how football is played in, in Cleveland. And Joe, if I catch you looking at my young, buxom, beautiful wife, there's gonna be hell to pay. But it didn't matter because we didn't have a confrontation. Because I said to Bar, if it's a Bar Star, I know what you've been. I know what you've been doing on the side. We go away games. We're down playing. You're playing against the, the AFL. You're playing the World Championship of Football down in Los Angeles. The World Championship is the second World Championship. We call it the Super Bowl now. 
<laughs> back then, it was world. It was the, the national, world international championship for football, and they they would play that uh, a couple places, but they played it in Los Angeles. But Bart Starr, he was down in Los Angeles, and he had himself, he had himself a, 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 a he had a, oh, these days you might say <laughs> e girl. He had this pink hair. He had this this little. A little transsexual <laughs> type that you know with the, uh, the little they, they have their hair cut in the style of the time, and I saw Bart Starr cavorting around the city of Angels with, with this with this little with this little cutie, and, and I said, "Well, Bart, it's true. I, I'm you might have caught me in a moment of weakness." <laughs> Looking at Mrs. Starr, who I, I have a lot of respect. A lady who knew her way around, knew her way around the kitchen, <laughs> knew her way around around the, the Studebakers. Actually, one time I I, I had to have my radiator fan in the Studebaker. I was having and and Bar Starr's wife actually, luckily, <laughs> happened along behind me. My cars, I pulled over to the side of the road and I'm. I'm kind of hammering out with the tire, and Bart starts. She, lady, should go over. I tell you what, and I, I can tell you, that's lady was go with, go with her hands. <laughs> but anyway, I say Bart Star, yeah, look, you might have caught me eyeing up your wife once or twice. I've seen what you were up to down in Los Angeles, out in San Jose, worst city in America. <laughs> See, it makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> so look, you keep all I said is between between two gentlemen. I you keep your mouth shut, and I I won't say anything. <laughs> and that's that's how. By the way, Bart Starr, that's a man who knew what he was doing on the center. He was unshakable. He's a Greek statue in the pocket. <laughs> And and it wasn't too bad third base either, but this uh, this 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 Trent Dilford they got in Cincinnati these days, Colt McCoy they got out on the field there. This real McCoy, he's nothing like Bart Starr. He's no Bart Starr. And, and this this Tyus Bowser character is going. <laughs> A beat, beat his ass to kingdom come. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it's gonna happen. That was incredible. That was like a, that was a, a vintage performance. I was off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I would be able to pull that off right now. I just, I just feel like it, it's kind of important to note that the uh, the new Biden voice is uh, very cool. Um, oh, what, what the hell? Yeah, he's 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 now a hip hop radio station. Yeah, he, he's now deep and raspy. Uh, it's pretty cool. The oil yeah. prices coming out the, the wells. The oil prices. <laughs> you're right. He kind of sounds like the, one of the guys from '92 Q. Yeah, he, he never sounded like that before. Are they actually dubbing him? Do you think? Well, like, the claim was that he his kid or his grandson or something had a cold, and now Joe Joey B's got it as well. <laughs> But I don't think a cold makes you sound like fucking Duke Nukem. 
some sort of weird like this is some sort of throat surgery they changed out his voice box yeah they're trying to make him sound more suave to win over the american populace and i think it's a move that they should really uh like hammer home that's something they should really bank on oh i agree i think it's great i mean he, he sounds he sounds cool whether or not it's his voice or not yeah the oil prices coming out the well. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying actually, they should. What what Joe Biden ought to have? It's a Rasputin type character in the <laughs> Office. A I mystic. That, yeah, Joe Biden should have a hooded mystic, <laughs> who's who's uh, an oracle who's reading fortunes, looking like at tea huge, leaves, doing huge like bubbling cauldrons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, pondering the orb. Yeah, uh, you know, I think that every time you see Joe Biden on 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 camera, you should have a mysterious cloaked figure whispering in his ear, and <laughs> I think that his approval rating would skyrocket. I think that Americans are hungry for a cloaked figure in the Oval Office pulling the puppet strings of power. Right, I I agree. Uh, I think what else he could use is some kind of champion, some kind of large like axe wielding man who just kind of hangs oh, yeah. around, like a. Uh... What would you call that? I, I don't know. No, what you, but like I a, mean, like a like, champions. <laughs> yeah, know. what you mean? Like a like not a bodyguard, like a, a personal. Yeah, I mean, you should definitely have a sort of Praetorian guard, right? Because yeah. we all know what we all know how the Secret Service reacts to Irish Catholic presidents. Yeah, um, we've seen that. So you should definitely do this. You should, yeah, you should get some burly, muscular champion. But I also think in this castle characters, there should be some sort of like kind of femme fatale type uh, who's also, you know. Like the antagonist means... from Terminator 3. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but one with like a really kind of sultry uh, voice, you know, like a, a silky, manipulative, uh, sexy kind of voice. And they could, they could have her dub over Joe Biden. And then, you know, it's time to suddenly... make Joe Biden sexy. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, you get all these all these commentaries like Joe, Bi Joe Biden's approval ratings are up and it's easy to see why. Uh, you know, as, you know, well, I, I, I just think Joe Biden has become so persuasive recently. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Biden's given a public address, got this se sexy, silky, bearish, sultry, uh, femme fatale voice. Yeah. Yeah, you know, all the TV anchors, their sweat is pooling in their collars. They're shifting in the chairs. <laughs> they straighten up the their face. ties. <laughs> you know, their head is turning into a factory whistle type thing. Their eyes are popping out of their heads. Their tongue is lolling out. Ah. Uh, so either way, this is this is how I would handle White House PR. I think we need uh, Rasputin. We need um, sexy power behind the throne, mistress type. A fane. We need a fane. Uh, yeah, we need a yeah, we need a fane. We need a, yeah, a, a strong-ass man with a, with a blade. <laughs> and that's that's the Joe Biden White House of my dreams. I think it should be like some large, like Middle Eastern guy, like some guy with a huge turban and like a, a scimitar. Uh, oh yeah, this that'd be what, great. It's kind of what I'm envisioning. It should be like the tribal leader guy from Dune. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, who I think was actually Spanish, but they, they he, he he was Arab passing. Yeah, so, credit I'm to fine that. with that. They're the, the Spanish are Arabs in any case. So, but yeah, um, sort of. Yeah, 
Eh, send me in there. They do this whole recon keep now. Sorry. But um, <laughs> I'm not buying it. They're also all Jewish. But, um, uh, you know, genetically speaking. But either way, I think that's 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 what the Joe Biden White House ought to look like uh, for me. You know, and then they make sure that Kamala Harris never goes up, goes outside again. Nobody wants yeah. that. Just uh, lock her up somewhere. I was really alarmed during that one day when it was going around of uh, like, uh, because the first headline I saw is uh, Kamala Harris assumes power as Joe Biden steps back for health reasons. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, it's too soon. Uh, but it was just for one day, so like uh, Joe Biden could have somebody uh, checking out his his colon. His hole. <laughs> Joe Biden was receiving um, anal pleasure from a qualified medical professional. Uh, Kamala Harris had to hold down the fort, and hopefully they didn't let her near anything important. That's yeah. all I can say. They kept her in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't trust Kamala Harris in the kitchen, are you kidding me? Yeah. So that's a lady who's never cooked. She's never cooked in her life. Oh, I, I agree. don't believe it. It's not like Bar Star's wife at all. Yeah. But, uh. <clears throat> what else is there going on? We went way off track because I was talking about Bart Starr. But, um, have we got any other NFL hot takes? Um. Um. How we think about how all that's looking? Um, uh, Mr. Unlimited looks like shit. Not that I was I about much to say, about the actually, uh, but it's it's pretty impressive how badly they've collapsed. Uh, yeah, uh, I I was saying Russell Wilson is and always has been overrated. Um, I agree. The NFC is shit. I'm sad new. to see. I'm sad to see the Ram. Well, I'm of two minds. I'm glad to see the Rams losing because that's some circus bullshit, the super teams. I agree. We don't need that here. But I like Matt Stafford a lot, and it's I sad do. to see that fading out. Yeah, you, um, you know me. I'm, I've been a big Stafford fan for years. I've always been a Stafford guy. And I wanted to see him win, but now that they're just trying to beat the football, football Lakers, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, no, but that... The Von Miller shit was pushing it. The OBJ thing is ridiculous. Also, <laughs> yeah. that guy, OBJ is full of shit. Also, a wildly over, really overrated player. Hasn't been good in years. He's cooked. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, the, the, it, it was amusing to see the Browns have a really good game as soon as they ditched him. Um, <laughs> what else are you thinking? Cardinals still look pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. Kind of disturbing. Uh, yeah, nothing else to go back to Darnold. Who cares? Aaron Rodgers, the most Reddit uh, quarterback, now is uh, the most. I don't know what he's posting feet in the chat on. rooms. Yeah, he's he's in racial chat rooms, showing feet. But um, yeah, that was a good saga. Uh, the Panthers need to go back to Sam Darnold. I'm gonna say it. <sighs> Yeah, it's sad to see Sam Darnold collapse this way. Uh, Cam clearly doesn't have much left in the tank. Never a strong passing QB, uh, but that's rough. PJ Walker, that's a game-changing quarterback there. I got a lot of confidence. The best is yet to come. Uh, we're about to witness an XFL takeover between PJ Walker and Taylor Heineke. Uh, some of the right. best in the business. A competent quarterback, at least. I'm glad to see that he's 
probably cemented a career for himself uh, as a backup. Uh, yeah. So. Well, Pro Football Focus probably agrees with me that Sam Darnold should be the starter. <laughs> that is probably statistically true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think he should. I think he deserves a chance to redeem himself. And also because he, uh, the other two quarterbacks on the team are, you know, unreliable, not hard workers. You know, they're not accurate yeah. passers. Look, you know. say what you will. Sam Darnold is a a very intelligent player, <laughs> a guy who spends a lot, of, a guy who's really knows the playbook. A he's real, addicted to a watching film. General, a guy. Yeah, he, he's always in the in the in the film room. Great discipline, <laughs> uh, a real leader. Uh, and and a really upstanding care a very a really charismatic guy a guy with a lot of character, um, and yeah he's on a very athletic team, <laughs> he's on a team with a lot of speed, a lot of muscle, <laughs> but I don't know if the discipline is there. I'm not sure the work ethic is there. Uh, I don't know that the game vision is there yeah. with these other quarterbacks. I don't know if they can read the defense <laughs> in the way that Sam Darnold can. I'm not sure they know the playbook in the way that Sam Darnold does. And um, I'm not sure they can lead the team, unite the team um, in, in, in that way, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of where I am there. Yeah, it's but. kind of my take with the um, French uh, national soccer team is that they've got a lot of, uh, you know, uh, strong and pacey players, but they uh, need some <laughs> players who can really read the field and uh, pick out an intelligent pass or a through ball, you know? But, uh, you yeah. Know. Yeah, no, the French team is very athletic, very <laughs> athletic, but that can only get you so far, and you do need to have uh, players who are reading the game, players who are two <laughs> steps ahead, you know, uh, real kind of tactical guys right? Uh, who, who know the formation, who know the strategy, with just sort of, and guys with that work ethic and that <laughs> discipline, and that's the important thing, with those leadership qualities. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pro football focus. If you're hiring, here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why my you know, I look at the Baltimore Ravens and I have a lot of confidence in this team because they've got gritty hard worker Mark Andrews, gritty hard worker um, Patrick Ricard. Got, yeah, they've got Patrick Ricard, a real a real diligent guy, a guy who who knows the playbook, a guy who's who's out there, first guy in, last guy out, you know. A he real nine-to-five. Yeah, you know, watch this film. You've got uh, Justin Tucker, who's one of the most intelligent players I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it's true, you have a lot of athleticism with <laughs> the Ravens as well. But uh, these guys, plus Nick Boyle, Eric Tomlinson, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Nick Moore, uh, um, these are really key players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say uh, Villanueva for me is maybe sixty percent there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, but I'm liking a lot. I'm liking a lot of the acquisitions they made along the line. I, I like uh, intelligent I, I, Kevin Zeitler in, in there. You got Kevin Zeitler, and then you got Ben Cleveland, uh, a player who seems to have uh, you know he's a, a, who seems to be a real gritty hard he's a, worker. He's to the, me. a gritty hard worker. Uh, and so you know, yeah. You look at you look at at at, at Tyus Bowser and and Latavius Murray and uh, Brandon Stevens, and you've got <laughs> players with a lot of athletic potential. 
but it's the game vision uh, that you know that that's key. Uh, the hard the work ethic is key. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, why 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 why? Is this what it was like during the one season, uh, during the, the first season when Lamar was getting put in, where it's like, guys, like, get him off the field. We need Joe Flacco back out there. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. And then there was like, even the Trace McSorley debate when he played like three good games in the preseason. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, that was there just... Was a bunch of, there was a bunch of this during the... Um... During the game where we had uh, Huntley, during the Chicago game where Huntley was in, and uh, just if you looked at the Ravens Reddit, it was horrible. It's like Huntley is Huntley's dead weight. He's he can't do it. You need to we need to get somebody else out there. And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> like yeah, he was fine. He was playing at a very normal backup level. Uh, right, I I, I agree entirely. Uh, but uh, all the all the problems that were happening that day were very much not on him. I thought he played fine. But, uh, it was really funny. Guys panicking. Oh my god, dude, we, we need to get Trace McSorley out there. <laughs> Trace McSorley's a fine, you know, also a fine backup, but still, it's just like, who fits the offensive scheme better? It's honestly. Yeah. So, but yeah. Baltimore Ravens. <sighs> what? They're going to Super Bowl. They're going to uh, Super, Super Bowl. God. The Super Bowl. They should let me go to the Super Bowl. They should let me call special teams for the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Anybody can do that. Just kick it far. Onside kick. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that on a kickoff? Yeah. Is that legal? I think so. Has anyone uh, ever done that? I don't know. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I've just been, you know, I'm kind of a full expert of. I'm playing NCAA uh, football 14. Uh, what team are you playing? Uh, I started as Virginia Tech, and then I switched on my second game to Maryland. And I've got Maryland ranked 24th. <laughs> my only losses are to Clemson and Virginia Tech. <laughs> Clemson whooped uh, I mean, my that's ass. fair. Uh... <laughs> But, Let's you know. see. Yeah, but um, it's not—it's not clear to me that there is a rule saying you can't do an onside kick on the kickoff. But I still feel like they wouldn't let you on the opening kickoff. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be an explicit rule, but I think no one's ever tried. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Hmm. Fascinating. Oh shit. We should I I'm running we're going back to the old school offense. We're using just the onside kick to move the ball down the field. Yeah. Like yeah. we're going back to I'm going in there and calling pre-forward pass era plays. <laughs> the forward pass has ruined the game. Yeah, I, I agree. It's circus star, it's circus bullshit. Yeah. But, um, if you're going, if you're going to throw the ball, you should be heaving it sideways. None of the spiral bullshit. Right. Uh, when I was uh, fucking around trying to get the uh, a PS3 emulator to work on this computer, um, 
when I first set it up, I, I was using like a hundred percent of the CPU, <laughs> and it was incredible. Um, I I think it could have killed this computer if I had left it going for a long time. That's but, kind um, of alarming, yeah. I I I fucked with it and I've got it working now. So, uh, you know, kind of a technology genius. Yeah, he's a wizard. Yeah. For fifty dollars, Kyle will fix your computer. Uh or I'll hire a, a fucking trans person to fix your computer. So they probably know what they're doing. Uh but Kyle take a look at your computer for fifty dollars. If if there's something wrong with it. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you to restart it. You're qualified to work for uh, most yeah. levels of government in IT, I think. Yeah, I could, I could work for a public school system, probably with my level of knowledge of computers. Yeah. 100%. I'm like... Yeah, but... um, Trans people be on the computer, you know? They, like... Women uh, don't be on the computer. Um... Men be on the computer, um, posting, uh, posting they hole online. Yeah, that's that's what you do now. That's what Tariq Nasheed told me. Is is this is that something he was saying? I mean, he just kind of says that shit naturally. I I don't follow Tariq very closely. To be honest, well, with you. his most infamous tweet, in my opinion, is when he replied to somebody saying, "Take that thong out your pussy, player," <laughs> which was pretty <laughs> a good one. iconic. That's a good one. Yeah, he's a he's a character. He's certainly a guy, because it like you know he's. <laughs> I don't know if you could like what's the right word to call him like. Because, like, he's against, like, racism and police brutality and all that. But then he also just, like, hates other black people. He's, I mean, he's, he's kind of, he's just kind of a weird sort of niche black nationalist, isn't he? I guess. I mean, that's basically his whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm it's just not my. Diver over the buck breaking discourse now. Yeah, I just saw something about it because you know how um, RG3 is releasing that book about um, what happened in in like Washington or whatever. They're saying got sexually assaulted. And saying Tariq, Dan Schneider was out trying to have sex with. Tariq him. said that was buck breaking in a tweet. <laughs> Maybe it was. Hashtag buck breaking question mark. RG3 says he was sexually harassed while with Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm including hashtag buck breaking in all my tweets now. <laughs> hashtag buck breaking question mark. <laughs> You're in the Washington football team locker room when Dan Snyder comes up behind you and stands a little too close. You can feel his hot breath on you on the back of your neck. <laughs> what, what, what do you do? <laughs> I uh, say, listen, Mr. Snyder, I know that you're a powerful man and all, but I ain't gonna let you buck break me. 
Dan, <laughs> Dan Snyder comes up behind you in the Washington football team locker room. He says, Hey, hey there, slugger. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't want any torn ACLs out there. Gotta, why don't you let Stretch me you loosen out. up these muscles for you? <laughs> <laughs> let me. Wow, look at. Look, look, have you, have you been. You're, you're, you're pretty fit. <laughs> been hitting the gym? <laughs> asking, a, asking an NFL player if they've been hitting the gym. <laughs> uh, I was watching, um, I haven't seen much of it. But I, I, I watched a couple minutes of the, the first season of Hard Knocks, uh, where yeah. it's like the, the Ravens. Um, way back in the day, which is an unrecognizable uh, Ravens. It's also very funny also because back then they did the whole training camp in Westminster at McDaniel. <laughs> no uh, way. Yeah, like they, they have all these clips that you can see, and this before they called it McDaniel too. Like they, they could see that they're, they're like preparing the field. They pan over one of the buildings that's like Western Maryland College or something. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's all in Westminster. It's very funny to me that that's like it was such a poverty franchise back then that they <laughs> Didn't have the Owings Mills grounds, I guess. I don't know. Weird. It's just a but, random um, collection of players from the expansion as well. Yeah, I can't believe they won a Super Bowl the year before that. It's it's astonishing. But um, yeah. there's part where they're they're interviewing um, Ray Lewis as as he's showing them around the mansion he's having built in Owings Mills. He's just like, yeah, this is a sauna. We're gonna get your sweat on in here. You're relaxing, having fun. You get and he's like just walking around just like saying yeah I, I don't want to live in a real like it's nothing real fancy you know and then they cut to the next one guy have the piano then I'm going to have an organ over here I <laughs> love to play on that uh, but then you know he's doing this whole thing he gives this whole speech like guys think I'm like I don't think about football right about now because guys think I'm a gladiator all the time they think they think Ray Lewis they think you know he's 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 a game changing line, but they think he's a warrior all the time. But no, because I'm 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 probably the most humble guy you will, you'll ever meet. I I'm always medium. I'm settling whether family team. I'm always I'm I'm keeping humble. I'm mediating. And the next clip, it's like he's out of his living room. It's just a, a painting of himself over <laughs> on the couch. He's like, yeah, I had this painted after we won the the Super Bowl. I love this thing. I, this. <laughs> You see this once. Once I this me before the game when getting hyped on this me after 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 we won that game. Yeah, it goes the most humble guy you ever know. To I got a, a painting of myself in the living room. But he's like, I'm gonna take this down soon. I'm getting this wall knocked out. But the uh, great one. The other the other bit is um they they've got a clip where they're interviewing Shannon Sharp. He's down in uh Georgia, like just at some gym. He's like. Look at all these high school kids in here. What, what muscles are they working? He's like, really, they shouldn't have summer break for kids. They get in trouble. They're doing crime and shit. And their parents should beat their ass. If you've never watched any of this shit, it's so fucking funny. It's really good. Yeah. It's also, there was a guy, I was, this is why I had a tweet about this earlier. There's a guy that the Ravens drafted who I think got cut, but his name was Dwayne Missouri. <laughs> and I thought this was just one of the weirdest, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm thinking about Dune again, but it makes me fascinated. How many guys are just named after states? Johnny Utah. We need to, you need to watch Point Break. It's so good. 
Oh, yeah. We should reenact the stunts from Point Break. Yeah. And the other uh, thing I've seen recently is um, Kill Bill Part 1 and 2. Yeah, it's so is it good, good as well. It's good. I haven't seen I've seen a fair amount of Tarantino, but I haven't seen either of those. They're good. There's a long Uma Thurman foot scene as well. which Of I mean, course there is. Naturally. Naturally. Um, what else? Uh, oh, this watch. MFR loves feet. He, and he's bold about it. He doesn't give a shit. Um, I watched um Green Knight, and that's really good. Mm. It's uh, people said it was real Kino art house. A A twenty four real movies. Yeah, A twenty four real movie versus a little baby Marvel. You know. Yeah, it's it's a real movie, not a not a movie for babies. So. <sighs> Yeah, um, I haven't seen a ton. Uh, you know, I went, I, I watched Doom first in a very legal way, and then I realized I had to go to the theater to see it, and I'm so glad I did. That's it's so good. The movies are back. That was an audiovisual spectacle. It was a, a a feast for the senses. Big Big Dennis. He he is he's done it again. I've actually I don't think I've seen any other movies. <laughs> I, 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 people like the Blade Runner remake. I haven't watched it yet. Maybe I'll watch it after this. Dennis but, fuck uh, that shit up. Yeah, Dennis fuck that shit up. He was he's easy. the best to ever do it. <laughs> no one can ever do it like that again. I can't wait for part two. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm I, I'm hyped up. I'm ready to watch Timothy Chalamet become a mass murderer. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, that's that. Honestly, that was that. I, I you hate to see something become too popular in a way, but that is deserved hype. It made yeah. me happy to see it. Um, saw that. Saw the new Wes Anderson. Pretty good. You know, doesn't quite stack up to some of the greats, but still good Agreed. movie. I thought he, it was okay. He's, he's good at he's good at what he does. I enjoyed it. He does a specific uh, thing and. You know. Yeah, there were there were parts I liked. I really liked the uh, Guillermo del Toro part of that. Yeah, really good. I thought. Uh, but um, yeah, I still need to see the the new Bond. I don't know. Uh, Have you seen it? Was it's it mid. Yeah, it's that's kind of, kind of what I expect. Kind of what I expect from these at this point. But I feel obliged to see it in a way. It's like uh, fine. I gotta see, gotta see Anna de Armas. Uh, she okay. He's in it for like ten minutes. It's kind of yeah. That's the fucked up shit. They've done this in the last several movies with the fucking. No. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Like okay, so she was in it for like ten minutes, and that's the best part of the movie. And then I was like, okay, well, surely she's gonna be in it later again. No. So she's she's just gone. Bullshit. Bullshit. You can't do that to me. I'm watching that ten minutes. <laughs> okay maybe it's like 15 or 20 yeah yeah but still <laughs> yeah no i mean well since they can't let anyone be a, let, let anything be a one-off anymore i guess we can see both of them again in the however many uh knives out spin-offs they want to make but <laughs> we'll see if they stick to the gimmick of trying to make her look not hot so that <laughs> doesn't really work but you know right 
What do you think about Ariana Grande becoming an Asian? <laughs> I mean, she she can just like shape shift like that. It's pretty incredible how incredibly she's convincing. If I didn't know who she was, and you just showed me that picture like for a minute. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's just that's like a Japanese Korean girl. I'm fuck if I know, yeah, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> um, just awesome that you can go. Like, I mean, this is, Italians are shapeshifters. Italians are lizard people, subhuman scum, uh, who can you know twist themselves into anything. Yeah, that's what we're seeing here. And uh, goddamn, yeah, but, uh, credit to her, I guess. I mean, yeah. sure, some people are pissed off about it. But, I mean, I think it's. I think uh, if you can do it, you might as well, right? If I could change yeah, races I mean, every once in a while, I think I would. Like, yeah, I mean, as much as I like being, you know, an, an intelligent field general, there's sometimes where I wish I had a little more athleticism. <laughs> so, you know, is that <laughs> the only races I get to switch between is uh, Aryan, Germanic, and uh, Slavic Wintermensch. Uh, so, yeah. Know. I mean that's a pretty big step. I can uh, pass as I'm Slavic. I'm Slavic passing as well as Germanic passing. So yeah, you know what? I can I can see that. I can see that. Depends on who I'm talking to. <laughs> Man. Man. Uh yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Any uh any developments, anything to report? Uh well it's pretty quiet on the home front. Um But uh hmm. I mean uh we had another school shooting. Like that's kind of interesting. Oh uh, yeah, that shit's fucked. Yeah, I saw it was going around all the like Snapchat videos that kids were taking from inside the classrooms, and that shit actually kind of fucks me up, to be honest. Yeah. That 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 adds that makes it too real. It's just uh, also kind of like crazy that they're like like arresting the parents as well and shit. Like, I guess it makes sense, but like I didn't know that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, because like apparently they like gave him a gun. And like, oh, I mean, declined any form of counseling or therapy for the kid or anything. So, yeah, okay, that that seems like there's probably some level of culpability there. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But uh, Larry Hogan's kind of starting to piss me off. Just being a bit of a tool, isn't he? Yeah, really. Just kind of in general. I don't, I don't really have a specific thing I was going for. It's just like he's gone with his stupid moderate Republican thing for too long, and it's just getting in the way. I have no patience for that. Yeah. No patience. So, did you know that on this day in history, in 1961, Roman Gabriel became the first Filipino quarterback? Oh, I didn't know that. That just came up on the. Uh, Microsoft, because now when I open fucking Google Chrome, it automatically makes you go to Bing. Fuck off. But, um, yeah. Roman... You can definitely switch that back. I know, that's just a lot of work. I don't think it is. Roman uh... Gabriel played, uh, 
um, like 15 years in the NFL for the Rams and the Eagles. Hmm. From 1962 years, to 77. Man. And was... Uh, there, there was a great... um. Very okay. I the, the, the one NFL throwback uh, channel where they do kind of a lot of decent documentary stuff on YouTube. They had one about the evolution of the quarterback position. Yeah. And... Um, um, and they kind of broke it into categories of like, uh, I forget. Yeah, that obviously the originals are all these like guys from the twenties, and they had like categories of like the the pocket passer, the dual threat, or whatever. But then they had one which was just like, I forget what they called it, but it was just it was like barrier breakers. So as soon as they said that, I'm like, oh god, no! And it's like literally just, yeah, people were racist to these guys, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like some of the early stuff, like a few of them clearly were like only okay quarterbacks. Was like, yeah, had the you know, you know. Well, it, it is interesting. One of them was like that the league was originally not segregated in the twenties, mm-hmm. um, but then like because certain cities and states would like you know just like not let the guy play or pelt him with trash and shit, like they segregated the league and they. Had to desegregate the league again. What a mess. Insane, bizarre situation. Yeah. But, but also, if I'm a quarterback, I'm a little, like, if I'm not, like, the first guy, I'm a little pissed off to be, like, lumped in the barrier breaker category <laughs> of recognized as, like, a dual threat or whatever the hell, you know. Uh I was terrified they were going to try to put Lamar Jackson in there yeah. <laughs> for a minute. Uh, like, it looked like they were shaped because they, they, they showed a little montage at first. I'm like, no, don't do it. And he was in there. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Unfortunately, I didn't. But, uh, <laughs> uh, the home front. The home yeah. front. Uh, the war is regional. The war is won, won and lost. On the home front, yeah. You can your you can do your part by buying U.S. war bonds, by collecting scrap metal in your community. I'm already doing that. Stealing each, copper from each construction sites. Of steel, copper, tin, and tungsten that you can recycle means another pound of lead flying at the krauts, and those. Slanty-eyed jacks <laughs> and those untrustworthy wops uh, and those slimy wop bastards <laughs> we hate more than the other two. This round of three hundred eight will make sure he stays in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and now the president, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, has returned from the conference at Yalta. Mr. President, what can you uh, what can you report about uh, the events of Yalta? Well, my fellow Americans, I'm happy to say that I have consulted with the Allied leaders, and we know now that we have our primary enemy in this horrible war, the the, the fascist aggressor and noted homosexual <laughs> Adolf Hitler, is has got his back against the wall. Not the way he might like. <laughs> and and I've, I've consulted 
with Prime Minister Churchill, with Premier Joseph Stalin of the Soviet Union, and with all of our other allied powers in Europe to determine the shape of the post-war world. And I can tell you this, we've decided that Britain will have 30% of influence in the Balkans. We have decided that the Soviet Union should have 25% control over Germany. But we have decided also that the American people will have 100% of Adolf Hitler's ass. We are going to run a train <laughs> on Adolf Hitler. Mr. President, when you suggest that we're going to rape Hitler? <laughs> we are going to rape Hitler until he is unconscious. <laughs> until he is passed out on the floor of the eagle's nest. We, we are going to spread Adolf Hitler wider than the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> I, I'm prepared to take questions, by the way, gentlemen. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and Mr. President, what of the Japanese? Uh, the, the Japanese, as I understand, have their own set of unique sexual perversions <laughs> that our current top scientists are working hard to crack. And we're going to figure out exactly what makes Emperor Hirohito tick. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. When I... When, when we finally have... That, that little bash. <laughs> We're gonna... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's not gonna fit. Well, I can tell you this also. Radolf Hitler, I hope you're listening to this broadcast. Because we're going to have our biggest, hardest, segregated unit pipe hitters. <laughs> Find you <laughs> and show you a night that you won't soon forget. And we'll be doing it for all the free world. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Any, any further questions? <laughs> We're at an hour. Well, we made it to an hour? Ah, easy. So, this podcasting shit is this, easy. This podcast man. is so easy. I feel like I'm we just. We only had like, the first 15 minutes that were awful. And then, then we're back on back to the classics. I'm just brimming with with ideas right now. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're gonna get we're we're gonna get we're gonna get the the usual cast of characters back on here, folks. We're gonna have our boy Joseph on here. We're gonna get Drew back on the pod. We're gonna have you know whatever other random assholes want to get on here. Uh, we're getting back to it. Yeah, and if you want to be on this podcast, ever. if you if you want to be on here, just ask. You can uh, yeah. you can come on, like there's no real recruiting pro. There's no real vetting at all. You could come in here and just start like spewing racial hate, and I would probably still put it on. Yeah, like, I mean, I I won't say any of it, and I, I you know, and and just to make sure everybody knows what side I'm on, I'm I'm gonna cut in every once in a while and say, wow, that's that's pretty fucked up, man. I don't know about that. I'm gonna come I'm not on, gonna stop you, and just say I mean, I'm shaking my head right now. That's what I'm yeah, gonna say. I don't um, think that's okay. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, if you want to come on, just, like, uh, say something. Uh, what? Follow me on Twitter. 
I don't have anything else to plug. Tell your friends we're we're bringing it we're bringing it back season two we're back in a big way. Um, it's going to be bigger, louder, sexier, uh, scarier, um, and and we're going to if we don't get fifty dollars going soon, there's going to be hell to pay for all of you. I can promise you that. Yeah. So tell your friends, tell your parents, get some buzz going, get some family. buzz going. Plug, yeah. You know, tell plug your estranged shit. uncles. Um, that's all I got. I'll do it. Signing off for the Great Game Podcast. This has been Kyle.